It doesn't matter whether you're just starting your podcast or you've had one going on for years. This topic that I'm talking about today is the most foundational thing that you can get right in order to monetize your podcast. And if you've already started a podcast, it's especially of importance for you to get this nailed down before you ever think about monetizing your show. We're talking about it, and I'm going to show you how to fix it no matter where you are in your podcast journey. Let's get started. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there, welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I am so glad to have you here with me today. I know you have so many podcast options when it comes to listening to a podcast, but for you to be here, it shows me that you are interested in really taking your podcast to the next level, and I'm here to sort of be your guide to help you do that. Now, if you don't know me, my name, like I said, is Christy Hostler, and I've had a little bit of absence here in the podcast because I have actually been been uh, battling COVID-19. And good news is I am feeling better today than I have in the last three weeks. (laughs) So uh, that's a good thing. And uh, every day is an improvement. So for those of you who are, um, you know, also have also dealt with the same thing, you know what I'm dealing with, and it really takes a toll. So if you hear me breathing a little heavier than usual or feel me a little bit more winded. It's uh, just part of the COVID recovery. So um, I am the CEO of Team Podcast, and it's a full-service podcast production company. And the reason that I started this show is because so many of the clients that I have and long-term clients and people that I know and love and have worked with for years and years and years, many of them are struggling with this same issue about monetizing a podcast. And as I have consultations Consultations on a weekly basis with people that are wanting to start a podcast, or even people that have started a podcast and maybe didn't know what they didn't know before they started, and now they're kind of scratching their head and reevaluating a little bit. Uh, did they do the right thing? This is why I'm talking about today's topic. Now, today's topic is something you've probably heard of before. But you've probably never taken this deep dive that we're going to take because we're going down the rabbit hole today. Now, I'll give you an example. Um, This came to light this week. I was talking to a potential client who was looking to start a podcast, start a show, and she needed all kinds of help um, to get it started. But She and a co-host had already agreed. They both really, oh, they wanted to have a podcast. They've been, they've been wanting to have a podcast for like 10 years now. So, you know, it's, it's been a desire. So they came up with a name of a podcast and the type of things that they wanted to talk about on the show. And we got through all of that. And, you know, I kind of probed her, you know, a little bit about the format of the show and, you know, were they going to be interviews or this, that, and the other. And a lot of those types of questions they hadn't answered yet. And then I went on to ask a question that I ask that most of my other, let's just call them colleagues that also have full service podcast production companies don't ask. And I asked them if they had determined how exactly they were going to monetize the show. And they hadn't gotten that far yet. But here's the thing. So many of the questions that they needed to answer in order to create content and to deal with the format of their show could only be answered in light of how they were going to monetize. And when we talked about monetization, one of the best ways I like to position it to people is who are you wanting to serve with this podcast and how are you wanting to serve them? Because when you position it that way, it's not about who am I selling to, it's not about what am I selling, it's what is the person that I'm planning on serving. Let's talk about them 
And then how would I serve them at a higher level? Or how would I serve them at a level that it would create value in their lives enough for them to pay me for my service? See, it changes things when you position it as who am I serving and how will I serve them? So that's sort of the premise for everything else you do with your podcast. But here's the thing. They had gotten clear. They even have a name for their show. They knew sort of what they were talking about. They each came from different business backgrounds and neither had a business that they were really wanting to grow in order to, um, you know, by monetizing a podcast. They didn't weren't trying to, you know, like grow and make it a funnel for another business. But one of the co-hosts actually was like, you know, I would love to be able to quit my job and do this podcast thing full time. Well, sure. Who wouldn't? I mean, that's great. But in order to do that, you have to have a really clear path and a plan. And the first step in getting clear on your path and your plan is getting really clear on your avatar for your podcast. Now, I know if you've taken any podcast course, they say, oh, come up with the name of your avatar. And you come up with a name, you're like, my avatar is Jenny, and she's 45. And she has a bachelor's degree and half of a master's degree that she's trying to finish because she's been working at her job for 20 years. And she feels like if she gets her master's degree, she's going to be able to get a better job or be a manager at her job or whatever. She's got kids that are almost getting ready to go to college. And she's married and she lives in the suburbs and she makes about $80,000 a year at her job. And you've got all of these demographics and sort of psychographics worked out for your avatar. But you're still missing something if you don't deep dive into your, the avatar the way that we're going to do it today. So I promise you, this will be an exercise that will lay the foundation for any monetization. And at the end, I'm going to give you something special. So I want you to pay attention to these questions that I'm asking. Make a note, write them down. Uh, I'm going to have them in the show notes. So you can go to the show notes for the podcast and I'll have them written there. And I've got a special thing that I'll do for you if you take this exercise seriously. And it will give you sort of the foundation for where to go next with monetizing your podcast. So... Let's just say you're going to go ahead and give your podcast avatar a name. So whatever that person's name is, their pronouns, uh, you know, it's a male or female or a, a non-conforming, non-gender conforming, whatever. They, them, uh, they, them, there, that kind of thing. So whatever it is. Now, one of the things that you want to start out with when you're looking at your avatar is what is your avatar's current identity like where are they right now are they a struggling uh, artist are they a part-time writer are they beginning investor are they a real estate agent are they like my current <laughs> avatar is a a podcaster that's stuck in free content creation mode Right. So where are what is their current identity? Like, how would they classify themselves? Many people would be, be maybe a hobby, hobbyist podcast or a hobby podcaster because they're not doing it for real money yet. So think about your niche and your avatar's current identity. And when I say your avatar, let's just also call it your ideal customer. What's your ideal customer's current identity? Now, on the con Now, on the other side of that, let's just say if I could wave a magic wand tomorrow and give your ideal customer, your avatar, their ideal situation, what would their ideal identity be? Would it be that they would be a New York Times best-selling author? Would it be that they would be a millionaire investor who um, is uh, one of those, what do, what do they call them, fire investors? Um, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, it's basically where they're, they're retiring early and they can basically have time freedom and location freedom the rest of their lives. Is it somebody who would, for me, it would be somebody who is able to make a full-time sustainable income off their podcast. 
So go ahead and now you're contrasting what their current identity is and what their ideal identity is. Now, getting real about their ideal identity basically connects the dots from start to finish, right? Do you see what's happening here? So you can, so this is the journey that you're going to take them on, right? Because this is where they come to you, where they currently are. And then you have to figure out what it's going to take to get them to their ideal identity. So those are the first two questions. What is your avatar's current identity? And what is your avatar's ideal identity? Okay, so we know the beginning and the ending, but now let's go inside your avatar's head a little bit. This is going to help you. Trust me, this exercise is well worth going through. So when we think about your avatar, let's get a few questions down about what their focus is. So the first question is, what is your avatar's number one most important area of focus. The number one most important area of focus, and it can just be a two to three word key phrase. So for me and my avatar with podcasters, it's probably their number one key focus right now is growing their audience. Or let's just say it in another really podcastery kind of way, getting more downloads, right? Or trying to make social media work for them, right? They're trying to do audience growth at this point. And audience growth is good, but it's actually not a prerequisite to monetizing your podcast. So we'll talk about that another time. And then the second question is, what is the second most important area of focus? And for me and, and my avatar, you know, it's probably figuring out how to monetize. Uh, their focus is like, how do I monetize my show? But it could be that their focus is on content marketing, or it could be that their focus is on developing their speaking skills or their networking skills or whatever. But I, knowing and understanding the first and second, the top two most important areas of focus for your avatar, what is that going to do for you? It's going to help you speak to your avatar in the language that your avatar understands because you're talking to them. Now, let's go a little further into the mind of your avatar. Let's talk about what they want long term. So what are the top two things, like what is the number one long-term desire that your avatar has? And you want it to be like a verb, like you want it to be like to stop working for someone else or to be able to quit their job or to be their own boss or to lose 50 pounds or to have a million dollars in a bank like the verbs you want they so your num your avatar's number one long-term desire and then the second question is what is the number two long-term desire that they have writing full-time podcasting full-time be able to live on passive income, develop a huge referral network, be a paid speaker that gets to travel for free because they're getting paid to go everywhere they want to go and travel. That's going to be a post-COVID one, I think. <laughs> so um, anyway, but the number one and number two long-term desires of your avatar. Have you ever thought about that before? By thinking about that, you're giving yourself all of the ammunition you need to sell your avatar exactly what they need. Now, long-term focus, long-term desire is sort of a little bit pie in the sky. So let's go from long-term to today. Let's go back to today's reality. The next question to ask about your avatar that you need to answer is, what is an immediate result your avatar wants right now? For me and my avatar, they probably want more downloads of their podcast. They might even um, want to find or want to have a sponsor or advertising partner approach them about advertising on the podcast. Um, they might also 
be be wanting to you know if you're um <clears throat> if you're a realtor uh you might have an avatar that like is looking for a house to flip immediately you know maybe they're looking for um passive rental income or a rental income they can create what are the immediate results that your avatar wants right now and this would be like a stepping stone or one piece of getting them to that long-term desire and then the next question is come up with two more immediate results, immediate things that your avatar wants right now. Because if you know what your avatar, what is most important to them and what they immediately want right now, what's the next result that they want in their long-term goal, then how do you monetize your podcast? You provide it for them, right? You give them the pathway to get there. So now you've just identified the three most immediate results that your avatar wants right now. Write those down. What are the three immediate results? And they they can be sort of tiered, you know, want to grow my audience, want to have a sponsor approach me, and they want to be able to earn their first dollar from uh, their podcast. Right. Those are three immediate results that my avatar wants right now. What about yours? All right. Are you ready to go even deeper into the mind of your avatar? How about we do a little uh, counterintelligence? Right. So now let's think about your avatar. Who is your avatar's enemy? Now, if I was an author that was trying to break into and publish my own book, an enemy might be traditional publishers. It might be um, it might be uh, for for a podcaster. Uh, an, an enemy could actually be like some of those big network shows, like Joe Rogan could be my enemy because he's taken my two million fans a month and hijacked them for himself, and they're not listening to my show. Right. So who is your avatar's enemy? If you're a real estate investor, your avatar's enemy, um, it could be um, these uh, maybe uh, development developers or whatever that are trying to like buy up in groups all the, the individual single family homes that you can't now you can't buy them and flip them or rent them out long term. You know what I mean? Think about it. What is who is your avatar's enemy? And some of you may even have that your avatar's enemy is their own mind. They're, you know, who, who is that, that little voice in their head that won't let them go, depending on what your niche is. So when you think about your avatar's enemy, you think about your avatar's focus and immediate results and the desires they want. We're also now going to sort of flip to sort of what's keeping them stuck where they are. So right now, the next three questions, they're the same question. You just need to identify the problem that your avatar needs to solve in order to get the immediate result they want. Maybe they need you. You've got an avatar that needs to get more exposure without going broke buying ads or having unproductive ads. Maybe I've got a podcaster that needs to figure out how to develop a following on social media. What's another uh, problem that they need to solve? Figuring out maybe what the first thing to sell is to their audience or figuring out what products or who they could target if they're looking to try to get advertising for their podcast, figuring out how to approach those people and who they should approach. These are three problems that my avatar needs to solve. What about yours? Three problems that your avatar needs to solve in order to get the immediate results they want. Now, I've talked about the problems, so let's move on to the pain points. Now, the pain points are a little bit different than the problems, right? Because like, for example, the problem that my avatar needs to solve is they need to grow a bigger audience, right, through social media or running Facebook ads or whatever without going broke. But the pain point is that thing that really frustrates your avatar. So what frustrates that person for me 
is that they feel like they're putting all this effort into social media and getting no results. They feel like they're screaming into the darkness on Facebook and not getting any results. Or they run Facebook ads and they put, you know, $150 a month into Facebook ads and can't even tell if they're getting downloads from them. Like, what is the pain point that really frustrates your avatar right now? Maybe there's a crowded marketplace, right? Maybe it's hard for independent people, whether you're a book writer or whether you're a podcaster or whether you're a YouTuber or whatever, and it's just you. Maybe it's hard for you to compete with all these people that are producing NPR-like quality because they have a $15,000 a show budget and they have a staff of 12 working on their show. So what is the pain point that really frustrates your avatar? And you're going to come up with three. I know you can. If you really know your avatar like you think you do, you're going to be able to come up with three things that are just frustrating them to death right now. And it's these are the things that are keeping them from solving those problems that they need to solve to get the results that they want immediately. Do you see what we're doing here? We're are, we are reverse engineering essentially your pathway to podcast monetization. So do you see why this is so critical? Like, how can you even start a podcast if you haven't answered these questions? And if you've taken a course about podcasting, that talks about avatar, I guarantee you, they have glossed over this part and not even gone this deep. So pain points, you've now got three of them that are just the most frustrating parts of why your avatar is not getting the immediate results that they want. All right. Now, one of the best parts, the most important parts, I should say, about selling is being able to overcome objections and being able to, you know, in the old days, we would always be taught to overcome objections or handle resistance or, you know, all these things. But those objections come from needing to have questions answered. So when we think about your avatar, they're stuck right now. They want an immediate result, but they've got these three pain points that they are frustrated to death with that that they can't answer. So critical questions that they need answered so that they can move forward. And you're going to need to answer, create three of these critical questions your avatar needs answered so they can move forward. For my avatar of the podcaster who's wanting to be monetized, probably one of their questions is really, is this possible? I see this all the time in the Facebook groups, people. How many of you in here are making a full-time living from just your podcast? What are they doing? They're trying to validate, is this possible? Is this doable? So many of that, many of these questions might be around sort of overcoming your own internal doubts or imposter syndrome. But what is a critical question your avatar needs answered so they can move forward? Maybe they need to know, how do I build a real business around the book I'm getting ready to to write? Um, Maybe they need to answer, how do I know if they're an investor? How do I know if a stock is a good investment or not? Um, if they're a realtor, where's the best place to look for new buyer and seller leads? Or where's the best place to get new customers? You know, for a podcaster, where's the best place to find listeners for your show? That comes up again and again and again in the Facebook groups. And you don't even have to ask the questions in the Facebook groups. You can just go through and look at the questions that have been asked recently to begin to see what kind of information people are needing answered before they can figure this stuff out. So three critical questions, you know, let's just take the the book pub, the book writer, the author looking to publish their book. Maybe the first critical question is, how do I build a, a real business around this book that I'm writing? Um, ne- the second critical question might be, how do I turn my book from a hobby that costs me money into a full-time stream of income? Well, I could say the exact same thing about podcasters. How do I take my podcast that is a cost of my time and my effort, and my money right now, and turn it into a full-time stream of income. 
And then maybe another critical question is, how do I use social media to help me sell more books or help me get more podcast listeners, right? These are all critical questions that your avatar needs answered before they can move forward. So in all of your sales copy and everything you do and everything you present, it's going to be critical for you to answer these questions because this is, again, the roadmap to not just be able to being able to create a podcast for a specific niche audience, but to being able to monetize that. So now let's talk about the real roadblocks and objections. And you might be saying, well, well, Christy, what's the difference between the roadblocks and the pain points, right? Well, the roadblocks are the, 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 they're different than the pain points. The pain points are the things that frustrate them, right? Roadblocks are really going to be these many times, sometimes limiting beliefs, sometimes false beliefs, sometimes um, they're things that are going to be built up in their head, like uh for some people, like for some podcasters, and even for myself, like one of my roadblocks is imposter syndrome, you know, and I, it, I, it's scary to put something out there because then people have the option to reject you or judge you for it or whatever. So that's a legitimate roadblock. And I can have all the critical questions answered. I can have my course laid out for me. I can, you know, do all of these things and still not get there because I've got this roadblock inside my own head. Right. But figuring out that roadblock and the objections that someone's going to have to getting the results they want or, or moving at least forward toward that immediate result and then that long term goal that they have, like that is going to help you be able to create something just to serve your avatar. I think one niche that I can think especially gets it right, um, at least for many people, or, or most of the time they do, is like the sort of like the weight loss or the, the diet industry. Many times you're seeing more and more people that are, let's just say companies that are targeting weight loss, not from a this is the plan you need, this is the habit you need to create, but from a psychological perspective. They're trying to address the root traumas as to why you're an emotional eater. Or they're trying to, like, I think that Noom is the app that tries to retrain your habits for long-term success. So people are really capitalizing on this sort of more of the mental um let's get down where we live every day and let's talk about really what's keeping us. Many times it's fear, fear of success, fear of failure. It's really all the same. So let's get some examples. If we take the, the author and the book writer, the, the guy that's writing a book as an example and answer these, what is an objection or roadblock that prevents my avatar, the author, from moving forward? Maybe they believe that selling is sleazy and manipulative. Well, that could be <laughs> applying to a lot of uh, different niches. Um, one of the roadblocks might be, I'm an author, not a salesperson. I've heard podcasters say this before, especially whenever they're talking about sponsor ads. And they're like, well, I'm not, you know, it's not my job to sell. Well, actually, if you're taking on advertising and sponsorship, it is your job to at least sell the the tra uh, the idea of traffic. You know, in other words, the idea of that listener taking action to get to that offer. Ultimately, the offer is not your problem, but getting people motivated to take that first action being the traffic is your issue. Maybe the author says book selling is a publisher's job not an author's job. I'm just here to create the content and put it out. Well, you know what? Traditional book deals are hard to get nowadays. But if you get one, you might have it made and you might have all the people do all the work for you. But the easier path to becoming an author is doing it yourself, writing your own, self-publishing. Then you hold on to all the rights, you make all the money, and you don't end up being the low man on the totem pole when it comes to royalties and percentage of your work that you get to keep. So these are three roadblocks or objections. Maybe if it's, you know, if you're in the uh, stock trading space, maybe one of the roadblocks or objections is that, you know, most deals have to come from someone cheating or insider trading or special knowledge that other people just don't have access to. 
Um, maybe there is, uh, you know, a, a belief that the stocks seem to rise or fall with no logical reason whatsoever, and just predicting their rise and fall is going to be impossible. Um, maybe they just believe that everybody else can predict the stock market better or know the signs and signals of rise or fall better than they can. See, these are all roadblocks, and some of them are external, but some of them are really internal. And this is really getting into the mind of your avatar and where they are. And I tell you what, when you turn your avatar inside out like this, you are going to revolutionize, number one, the way you create content and how you talk to them and what information that you give them. But number two, you are going to lay the path to very logical and very natural monetization that's not going to feel like a sales pitch. It's not going to feel like you got to get out there and get all markety on them, but it's going to be a natural thing like, oh, you have this problem. You have this roadblock. I've got this framework in this that I teach that helps you get over that so you can get this result that you want. And suddenly your avatar's like, oh my God, that is exactly what I've been looking for. How did you know? Right? And so it feels like a win-win for you and for your avatar. Let's move on. So now we've got three roadblocks or objections that are basically preventing your avatar from moving forward. And some of these roadblocks or objections could be, let's just say, easily resolved, especially easily resolved with maybe outsourcing. Maybe it's a disorganization factor. Maybe it's an efficiency factor. Maybe it's a productivity issue. Like a lot of this stuff could be solved with outsourcing. Or a lot of it could be solved if maybe you did it as a service for your avatar, right? I do podcast production as a service for my avatar because they get held up. They get, that's their technical hurdle. They can't figure out how to uh, edit or do whatever. They don't want to write show notes and they don't know how to do all this stuff. And even if they did know how to do it, it's not the best use of their time. So I provide that because it is one of the roadblocks for people to get a podcast out there. When everything is said and done at the end of the day, what is it that your avatar really wants to be able to do? They might say something like, or you might say in, you know, projecting for them that I want to be a millionaire. But what, I mean, like a millionaire is, is different today, obviously, than it used to be, because most millionaires today, if you're just a millionaire and not a multimillionaire, you're still going to be working. You know, you've probably just barely saved enough to retire on at the retirement age. But the, the term millionaire denotes financial security, at least, if not financial freedom. It removes all of the day-to-day scarcity of sort of living paycheck to paycheck or potentially being dependent on an employer for a paycheck so that your lifestyle can continue and your family can eat. And I think that's become a little bit more insecure now that COVID's hit. People are realizing that companies, whether they like it or not, can't sometimes keep them working and in business whenever huge parts of our economy are shut down. Now, what that does is it gives you a way to now address all those other things around the real desire, the real thing that your avatar wants to be able to do. And sometimes I'll be honest with you, sometimes I feel like I'm pulling teeth with the consultation calls that I have to get to this point. And I'll even say it to to people this way. I'll say, you know, if in six months, I will know my podcast has been successful. If blank has happened. What is that blank? And many people will say something that seems very mm, sort of surface and they'll say well if people are listening I'll know my podcast is successful if people are listening well what is people like one or a hundred or a thousand or ten thousand you'll know your podcast has been successful if if people listen so why do you think it's important to you to listen to people for people to listen because I want them to trust me for information and I, I keep drilling down and keep drilling down. And many times, it's like it's hard for me to get the podcaster to admit 
that they want to use their podcast to make money. It's it's like that's a, a barrier for them to overcome to even say that. You know, it's it's uh, it, it's funny because I see this happen all the time. So when when all is said and done, looking at your avatar, you've identified their pain points. You've identified their long term goals where they want to end up. You've identified the roadblocks and the objections that they're having. You've identified the pain points and the frustration that are keeping them from getting there. You've not just identified the long-term results. You've identified the, the next, like the next immediate thing they're looking for, right? Because it doesn't do any good if somebody's, you know, at step one in the podcast journey, it doesn't do any good for me to talk to them about things that are always 10 steps down the road. Sometimes I've got to get them from step one to two and step two to three before I can ultimately get them to step 10, right? And you probably have to do the same thing for your audience. So three things that your avatar really wants to be able to do. Maybe they want time freedom. Maybe they want to be able to set their own schedule. Maybe they want to be able to determine when they get up in the morning and when they go to the gym and when they, maybe they want to be able to take their kids to school and pick them up every day. Maybe they want to be able to go to, um, daddy, what do they call it? Daddy, uh, daddy, daughter day at school or daddy, daughter lunch at school or whatever. Maybe there's some of these things like that, that they want to do. And that's what they're really like. Their life would be fulfilled if they could do that. Go back to the example of the book. Maybe the, the book publisher, the author really wants to live what they consider the dream lifestyle of earning their living completely from being a successful author. Maybe they want to make a difference and an impact in the world. Maybe they want to just, they love writing so much. They just want to take something like that that they love and be able to make money doing it. These are all the bottom line results that your avatar wants. And you have to speak to those things and be able to get them to these next levels in order to have a value exchange. So, Let's talk about actually creating a little bit of products or something, a solution, a service that you're providing for your avatar. Okay, so now you've already finished writing three bottom line results when all is said and done that your avatar really wants. So have you thought about maybe a name or a title or a product or even a service that you could provide to your ideal customer, your ideal avatar here? You know, is there a blueprint for writing books that you could offer to an avatar of a book writer, of an author? For me, a podcaster is figuring out a way to help them make money is what, what could I do? You know, what could I do? Could I give them a uh, podcast monetization secret, right? Or could I give them a podcast monetization blueprint? or mastery at podcast monetization, or multiple ways to monetize their podcast? What kind of thing could I create? See, when you answer who are you going to serve through your podcast, and how are you going to serve them, you need to ultimately be thinking down the end of the road of what can you do. And let me just also say this, that a lot of things that you could provide to your avatar, they don't require any special certification. They don't require some sort of government license saying that you are now certified to do this for this person. It's simply a matter of you know how to do something that your avatar wants to do and can't get there yet, but you've got a blueprint or a way or a framework to get them there. And so they are more than willing to pay you some money to help get you, get them there. You know, I, I find that I do this all the time, like more and more now, the older that I get, and especially the more, um, the more you move away from any sort of scarcity thinking with your finances and that sort of thing, the more I deep dive into the business world and even the marketing world. It is so much more critical for me to figure out like, okay, I have a certain amount of money to spend on my business and what can I get? What's the best help that I can get 
to get me to that next level, to knock down that next hurdle for me, to get me over that next roadblock. And spending my money in that way is going to be so much more critical and so much more uh, empowering and move the needle in my business so much more than to just try to hoard it and do it myself and have a big learning curve and frustration and all this kind of stuff. So think about, begin thinking about that. You know, it do, you don't have to be a registered dietitian to create a recipe for somebody, right? You don't have to be a financial, um, what do you call it, in, uh, financial advisor if you're just talking to somebody about how to get them, how to get out of debt and some things they can try and some frameworks, right there. I mean, there are so many examples of people who are helping other people like do things because they've done them themselves. And because they're further down the road, and they've had success. They're an example of someone you should follow. And you can be that for your niche audience and your avatar. And you can do it through your podcast but diving deep into these things and these ways, whether you're going to create, let me just give you some options of a product or service or software or a physical product or anything that you could create for your avatar. Could you create a group coaching session, a group support group where you're all, you've got a group of people that sort of pay to come together, maybe once a month, maybe twice a month, maybe whatever frequency you want, where you are basically getting uh, many people to pay you fairly reasonable amounts of money and you're putting in one block of your time to help many people. That's a great way to start monetizing your podcast. It's absolutely a fantastic way to do it. Is there a membership program that you could offer? Is there something that you could create, whether you are a, um, I know of this one person that is, uh, she she loves decorating cookies. <laughs> and decorating cookies is something that like, I don't really know that I have any friends that actually do it. I think I have a few friends that have decorated cakes before. But like decorating cookies is not like it hasn't been a thing most of the time, right? I mean, you see there are some really cool cookies and really creative people that people are like pastry chefs and all that might make it, you know, for businesses or restaurants. But I know this girl that loves making cookies and decorating cookies. And what she's done, she's a mom. And what she's done is she's not about like, hey, I'm a world-class cookier. You know, let me show you how to make world-class cookies. But she's like, no, I'm a mom. I'm a mom. And one of the most amazing things I can do for my own self-care is to make and decorate a batch of cookies. It's therapeutic for me. It lets me get in touch with my creativity. It makes me happy because when I feed them to my family or give them away as gifts to people, that they express so much joy over what I've created. So her pitch on learning how to decorate cookies is, mom, you should do it because it's an amazing self-care tool. And it's fun and you're just going to love it. It's going to tap into a lot that you're missing internally. And you know what? She has a funnel with a program and she literally has five figure days with those that program when she's running traffic to that funnel. But she's not a pastry chef. She's not a certified world-class cookie or however you get that to that certification level. She's just somebody that loves doing it and has gotten better and more creative at doing it, you know? Some people like to carve wood. Other people like to, you know, get all fancy about their the way they take care of their yard or their greenhouse or their lawn or whatever all you've got to do is have this intense passion to help people and then go ahead and begin thinking in the end like what would I what would be the first thing I would do to create as a solution for this avatar that now I know where they are and where they want to be I know what their sort of pain points are and I know what their frustrations are and their roadblocks are and I know all of these things about them so it's very logical that this is what I would create for them and you can create anything 
as, as long as it meets some of these needs that your avatar has, it's sort of a no-brainer and make a really compelling offer. So real quick, let me just recap. So what I want, I'm going to give, give you the opportunity to do is if you write down and answer these questions and you'll email them to me, I will send you back the most amazing um, sort of profile for your avatar that will give you lots of hints and helps for any sort of things that you want to ultimately sell or how to monetize your podcast with them. So obviously give your avatar a name and their their pronouns, their male or female or non-gender specific or whatever. And um, then you're going to go on and you're going to talk to me and give me the answer to what your avatar's current identity is and what their ideal, like if the magic wand were to be waved, what their ideal identity would be, okay? Then you're going to tell me the three most important focus areas for your avatar. Promotion, education, marketing, whatever. You can tell me the three most important focus areas that your avatar would be focused on to try to get to that ideal identity. Then you're going to tell me the top two long-term desires that your avatar has. Maybe they want to stop working their job. They want to quit their job and just live off their podcast. Maybe they want to do whatever it is their hobby is full-time, right? Long-term desires, two long-term desires for your avatar. Now let's move on. The top three immediate results that your avatar wants right now, like yesterday, today, tomorrow. What are they looking for? Podcasters looking for more downloads, looking for more people to pay attention to them on social media, looking for more uh, email opt-ins, looking for more whatever, guests on their podcast, (laughs) all these things. Now, who's your avatar's enemy? What's their enemy? You know, maybe it's, you know, the traditional way of doing things, or maybe it's the establishment. Maybe it's the, for podcasters, it's the big guys, the big networks. It's the shows that are celebrities are coming out and creating a podcast, and they get listeners because they're celebrities. They're not worried about how much hard work you as an independent podcaster are creating on your show, right? Who is your avatar's enemy? Now you're going to tell me three problems that your avatar needs to solve and be specific about it. They need to figure out how to do email marketing or they need to figure out how to run Facebook ads. They need to figure out how to actually get people to pay to be on their email list. They need to figure out how to create a course. They need to figure out how to create a video. What are the three problems that your avatar needs to solve? And then different then the roadblocks and objections we're going to talk about in a minute, we're going to talk about, we want to know what three pain points that are really frustrating your avatar right now. They can't get any traction with their Facebook ads. Everyone's ignoring them on LinkedIn. They don't even, they can't be everywhere at one time. So what are they supposed to do? Just nothing, right? What are your avatar's top three pain points? Now let's think about from the objection standpoint, what critical question does your avatar need answered so they can move forward? Is this possible? So you can show them how to make it possible. You can show them example after example of people that are making it possible. Um, Maybe they need to know exactly how to turn a podcast into a revenue stream. Many people can't see it and they're just sort of like, how do you do this? How many of you are already doing this? What kind of money are you making? Is it reasonable to think that I could do this within 30 days? I mean, there's all these questions that are out there, but the three critical questions your avatar needs to answer or needs to get answers to so that they can move forward. And then let's get to the roadblocks and objections, the top three roadblocks that your avatar is facing right now that's preventing them from moving forward. Maybe it's time. Maybe they've got too many commitments. I see it all the time on some of the I hate to say it, but some of the women's entrepreneurial groups, I mean, they're like, you know, a woman's like, I I'm just came out of a domestic violence situation and I have no money and I have three kids and I'm getting kicked out of my apartment tomorrow. How can I uh, start my own business so I don't have to, uh, so I can actually work and take care of my kids? 
You know, those are big, (laughs) big roadblocks and big objections, right? They're things that are going to have to be taken care of and handled before they can move forward. And then the bottom line results that your avatar wants. When all is said and done, what is it that your avatar really wants to be able to do with their life? Do they want to be able to volunteer more? Do they want to be able to travel more? Do they want to be able to be location independent? Do they want to be able to acquire a new skill? Do they want to be able to then help other people do whatever it is they just did? What is the bottom line results? You're going to give me three of these. And then just go ahead and think down to the end of the road of monetizing your podcast. What would be a product or service or solution or something that you could create to potentially sell to your audience? Okay, so if you will answer these questions, you can just answer them on email and send them to me, Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, at team, T-E-A-M, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, dot com. I will put them in some magic, magic potion that I have, and it will spit out an amazing avatar profile that will sort of help give you the laid out roadmap right in front of you for monetizing your podcast. So send them to me and I'll get that back to you within just a a day or so. I'll be able to uh, turn that around and get that back to you. But answer those questions. They're in the show notes for the podcast and send those, email them to me, Christy at teampodcast.com. And I will reward you with a something that you can kind of keep in front of you as you create your show, as you create your content, as you lead your avatar down the path that you want, which is to monetization. All right. I've been long enough today to make up for all the shows that I've missed while I've been down with COVID. Didn't mean to take so long, but I wanted you to do this deep dive because I guarantee you, you've probably not thought about many aspects of this avatar that you're trying to appeal to. And the quicker you can get inside their head, the quicker you can get these questions answered. And if you don't know the answers, go find your avatar and ask them. Go join a Facebook group that contains a ton of your avatars and start searching through there to see what questions that they would be asking that would answer some of these things for you. Figure out a way to find the answers because this is going to be the key and the path to unlocking monetization for you. Thank you so much for sticking with me today, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Get those questions answered. Email them to me, Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. I spell it right at teampodcast, T-E-A-M-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. All right, you guys, have an awesome day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.